You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 525. Vegemite sandwich? No. Yo, Semamite sandwich. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to my Mac podcast number 525, round two. How are you doing ding, today, guys? Ding, ding. I'm doing all right. Thank you, Guy. Doing very, very well. I was a bit tired earlier. Um, I think I might even have snoozed for five minutes this afternoon. Oh, old nice. man, old, old man snoozing, probably. But uh, now I'm refreshed, ready, and raring to go, especially as uh, I've done something this week. Ooh, what did you do? Well, go through the intro and then we'll uh, we'll jump into. Okay, that. well, well, real, real quick. Um, it, well, it's the beginning of October, so uh, naturally there's some new Apple bugs, um, and you know I, <laughs> I'm I'm not really sure what to call this one, and I have a couple suggestions here in our show notes. I thought, all right, CloudGate, CloudGazi, uh, no, that you know CloudGazi, that's just stupid. Cloud Bendy, how about you know let's let's just mix all of these uh, weird things that have been going on with Apple lately up. and But really, I can't keep up with it. And uh, the, the thing to look out for, folks, that apparently this one says that if you erase all your settings on an iOS device, it also wipes out all your documents in iCloud. I know what to call it. What's that? Um iCloud, sorry, Bendy iCloud Gazi Gate. Ooh, I like that. It kind of just, it's, it's like it a... It rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's like a potpourri of all those things together. Potpourri. Yeah, yeah, potpourri, got that. <laughs> <laughs> every, t- every time my wife talks about potpourri, and my wife is, is one of those women that, that apparently speaks of it quite often, um, <laughs> I always kind of look at her and go, oh, you mean potpourri? And she just gives me that... that that oh, you, yes, you, you stupid, stupid man, <laughs> and I just smile and go, yes, yes, yes. There the oldens are the goodens. <laughs> so, uh, but um, before we before we get off this, um, I I heard I think Bart talking about this, mm-hmm. and I believe he said that it's the, the stuff you have in iCloud isn't really gone. It's just, you know, basically when you've reset your iOS device, you've gone to the new version of iCloud, iCloud Drive. And so it's kind of waiting for everything to get caught up, which probably won't happen until uh, Yosemite is released. So what you're saying is... It's still there. We've got a bendy iCloud Gazi gate waiting in the background. Yeah, because when everybody suddenly gets it and it kicks back in, they go, "What the hell's going on here?" <laughs> I just recreated all of those documents. <laughs> now I have fourteen of them. I don't know. I don't know. I've got duplicates coming out of my ears. Well, as long as it's just your ears, that's, that's the part good. that matters. Yeah, that's true. So, what do you got going on? 
Um, uh, I've ordered it. I've, I've doggone ordered it. Right. iPhone 6. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I finally decided. I, I, I kept going over to the guy in work who's got his iPhone 6. And I kept picking it up. And, he, he, you know, I'd go over to his desk and he'd see me coming. And we talk about Grand Prix and other stuff as well. But I'd see his phone there and I'd just pick it up. And he'd just look at me and go, just do it, Gary. Just yeah. do it. Buy, buy, <laughs> just, buy the damn you know, phone. Just buy the damn Stop coming over here and picking up mine. Uh, so, yeah, it's now ordered. Uh, should be with me in the next um, – well, the order date was 7 to 10 days. Uh, that was – I ordered it, I think, th- Wednesday? Might have been Wednesday. So it should be with me before the next show, actually. Um, we shall see. We I shall am very see. jealous. Well, you know, it's the upgrade part for the rest of the rest of the family as well. Because remember, uh, Mrs. G is on a three three G, and the youngest is on wow. a on a four, on a four. So the youngest will get my five S. The oldest will wait till next year right. uh, to get the next one. And Mrs. G doesn't care if she goes to a four; that will do her. Because actually, the three G um, or three GS that she's got is actually starting to play up when it comes to Wi Fi and um, picking up. Uh, network as well, so and I think probably, probably battery too. Yeah, well, no, the battery survives because she doesn't use it an awful lot. But um, you know, it, it's it's not picking up Wi-Fi and networks. So that's like a, the main right. reason for having a phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a phone at all. So yeah, yeah. But no, that's it's good. That's good. And um, I'm also now looking at. I keep looking at Thunderbolt docks at the moment. My favorite, or my I'm leaning towards. The Elgato Thunderbolt dock. Now, doesn't, a lot of people, doesn't that also have like some USB 3 ports? Yeah, it, which I haven't you? got, you see. I don't have access to USB 3, and I've got two USB 3 um, drives, which I could use. Sure. Uh, and I do use when I go away. So, you know, it'll be useful to get that uh uh, accessibility and, and it's a dock which comes with HDMI. So, uh, and obviously it's got the um, Ethernet uh, dock as well. So it's got an Ethernet port, HDMI, two Thunderbolts. So you'd lose one of those by putting in. Uh, and it's also got the earphones and mic ports, which I'm not sure I'll be using those quite so much. Perhaps the earphone port, I don't know. Um, so I, I, I like the fact it's got the HDMI out because I'll be able to put the second screen on that. So that'll be useful. And then I've still got the Thunderbolt port uh, free for uh, any hard drives that I might get, which uh, is highly likely. Yeah. Um, and it's not the cheapest, but when you include the fact that it comes with a, um, a Thunderbolt cable, it then does become one of the cheaper ones. Yeah, because a, a lot of them don't have it. Yeah, that's right. And they're about 30 bucks. So, yeah. But um, I've not bought it yet. Uh, I'm still I'm still kind of weighing up the options. I don't really need the dock. I just need a port, which, you know, because I'm wondering, I don't have a Thunderbolt hard drive at this point in time so do i really need it or do you know am i really going to be using it for those thunderbolt sorry for those usb3 ports and if that's the reason i'm using it for then mm, it's a difficult one i'm in a quandary but i'm i am leaning towards the elgato at the moment i've got to say well that also that up but that also gives you that other uh monitor port yeah which will enable you to spend even more money on a second monitor well, I've got a second monitor, you see. Ah, so win-win. Win-win, which currently at the moment I use the HDMI out the back of the Mini and the other Thunderbolt port, which you can double up as a um, a DVI um, a, a monitor port, can't you? Well, yeah. I have done, so not ma- it's not a matter of you can you, you can. <laughs> well, I know, and, and there are companies that also sell um, 
uh, these little USB dongles that you can use as. Uh, yeah, I've not I've not been over enamoured with those. I've not seen fantastic results, and one or two people have said they're not that brilliant. So, you know, I'm okay. just throwing throwing you know good money after bad that one. So, uh, and I was also on with Bart on his. Um, latest episode episode 13 uh unlucky for some unlucky for bart because i was on it um of let's could talk have been worse could have been could have been worse yes yeah it could um, have been both of us it could have been both of us yeah well in fact uh adam christensen and spligosh uh a lot of people in twitter land will know spligosh uh was also on and we had a uh, a fine time it was rather a busy month, so um, bart couldn't get through it was a longer show than he normally does um about an hour and a half uh, which is he doesn't like going over a, an hour and a half, and he does like to keep them about an hour. But there was a lot of news this month, so yeah, you're telling me. Um, well, you, you know how I always go on about trying to find out where Soundboard keeps those uh, those individual sound files. No, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I go on about it all the time. Why? Just the other day, I was telling my wife, "So, are we going to have chicken for dinner?" And let me tell you about. I don't know where Soundboard keeps their individual sound files. And, and she, she told you, and she told you where it is. Yeah. Oh, she told me where it was. All right. Just not anything to do with Soundboard. Um, but w- what I found out was that it's it's irrelevant because you can export the individual Soundboard pages that you know that you have under each tab. And yep. it saves it as an SB zip file. SB zip, right? Okay. So even even if you go to like let's say you put those files in Dropbox and you go to another computer that has Soundboard, well, as long as you can get to Dropbox, you can recreate those exact Soundboard pages, you know, with all the different sounds in exactly the order that you had them, just by double clicking the uh, the SB zip file. Cool. Yeah, and so I'm not as worried about that anymore. Excellent. Um, and there's a reason why I, I keep going on about it, and it has to do with Yosemite. But we'll we'll talk more about that in the uh, <clears throat> excuse me in the next section. Um, yeah, so it, that's kind of how that works. And 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 I, I went to I went to the Maryland uh, Renaissance Festival yesterday. It's in Crownsville, Maryland. You say Renaissance, I say Renaissance. Re- Renaissance. 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 Well, and then the French the French go re- Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah, but we don't care about that. No, we don't. We don't. <laughs> so let's see. It's the Thank Scottish, all the French listeners, the French. Oh, man, we're 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 running out of different countries yeah. that we can <laughs> hack off. But anyway, I, I went there, and like four years ago, it was one of the first times I'd been back in a while. And they have this silly little kind of archery game, except without instead of arrows, you're you're shooting ping pong balls toward these little holes. Right, and I won a uh, a tankard, like a sixteen sixteen ounce tankard, and that was like Excellent. four years ago. Oh, yeah. So, but but I went yesterday, and yeah. I was watching. You know, I was standing there talking to my wife and some of her friends, and I looked over and I saw that that same booth set up, and I saw these kids playing. It was like, oh, it's only a dollar for you know you get you get five ping pong balls, and yeah. if you get two of them in in one of these holes, then then you win. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it's only a buck. And I always enjoy playing it. So I walked over and slapped my money down. And the very first ball I shot, right in the hole. And I was like, whoa, this is like kismet, fate. Or it's just a stupid 
archery game with ping pong balls. <laughs> and everybody was like, whoa, you got one in. And they, and they all stopped shooting to watch me shoot. So, of course, the next three, you know, just, oh, by miles, you know. You know, there was a 747 that flew by and they were like, oh, was that a ping pong ball that just went by? <laughs> <laughs> And then the very last one I had went in. And the guy who runs the booth, and this same thing happened four years ago. The guy that runs the booth was not watching. And when I said, oh, I got a second one in, he turned and looked at me with that look of like, yeah, sure you did. And if there hadn't been witnesses, all these other people standing around me going, yeah, he got two balls in, he got two balls in. So he goes around the corner and he gets a, a, a tankard. And he hands me a tankard, which was great because I was going to – I buy one like every year I go to this thing. This, I have uh, – I had two. This That was my third one. And then I ended up <laughs> buying another one on my way out. And the reason why I bought another one is that when I looked at the one that he gave me, it was from last year. So <laughs> <laughs> it was like, okay. So at the end of the Renaissance Festival every year for the Maryland one, because they have these all over the country, you guys – contract out all of these, you know, various size tankards and glasses and all that. That's all time stamped to that particular year. And then the ones you have left over, you give away as prizes for the next year's Renaissance Festival. Got it. Okay. Got it. it. So, um, so I've got two red ones. Uh, the, the one I won from 2011, the one I bought in 2012, I, didn't buy one last year. Uh, the the t- 2013 one that I won yesterday, and then the 2014 one that I bought on my way out. So two reds, one green, one blue. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, I'm riveted. <laughs> 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 yeah, this makes for fascinating radio. <laughs> yeah. So, but I got a free tankard, and all it cost me was twenty two dollars to get in food, gas, and driving time. But it was free. Yeah. Oh, and Good. the dollar I paid to play the game almost ah, well, almost forgot going, that dollar. Whew. Yeah, it's going up by the minute. I'll tell you. <sighs> May as well Let's go to the website, shall we? Make my own kiln or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you've got a Mac, which means that you can do some good design work and create a good design for your own mug. True. True. So, so you want me to go first or you want to take it? Uh, you can go first if you like. Okay. Well, the As first, you probably know this person. Uh, I've heard of him somewhere. Maybe from birth. Maybe. <clears throat> this is Keep Track of Your Car's Condition with the Lemur Blue Driver Advanced Scan Tool by Grary Linnell. Have you ever been ripped off by an auto mechanic? That's got to be a rhetorical question. I mean, really, that's, that's got who hasn't been ripped off. Even, even people that have never owned a car in their life have a, a ripped off by an auto mechanic story. But anyway, I digress. My, At, my dad was a auto mechanic. Oh, how many people did he rip off? He never ripped anybody off. Okay. Well, that's, they you know what? probably ripped him off. From and now my on. Mom, my mum used to get extremely annoyed at all the people that used to come around the house in the evening and say, could you just look at this yeah. for me? And he would say, yeah, all right, I'll have a look at it. And she'd go. Because he'd never get paid for those. Of course. Say. Well, what you need to do is for you know whoever his dentist was. 
just go on over to his house <laughs> in the evening and go, yeah, I've got this toothache. If you don't mind, can you can you take a look at this? Anyway, so I think from now on, I'm going to take my car to your father. He's re- retired now. And he, doesn't, <laughs> and he doesn't live here in the United States either. He doesn't live in the United States, though. So it might be cheaper if I just go ahead and get ripped off by my auto mechanics. <laughs> How did this even start? Oh, yeah, we were talking about the Lamer Blue Driver Advanced Scan Tool, an article by Gary Linnell. Uh, have you ever been ripped off by an auto mechanic? Pause for dramatic effect. Have you paid an exorbit- exorbitant exorbitant <laughs> fee aluminium to clear your check engine light when all that happened was that you forgot to tighten the gas filter gas filler cap until it clicked would you like to know more about how your car or truck is running are you an amateur mechanic who wants to know more about the car's inner workings without having to buy an expensive diagnostic computer if so the Lemur Blue Driver Advanced Scan Tool may be just what you're looking for. And after all of that, go on over to the MyMac website and check out that article by my brother Larry. Nemo's 2014 Hardware Accessory Roundup Part 2 USB 3 to HDMI stroke DVI adapter and 15-inch MacBook Pro vertical docking station. This is a review by... Nom Gmo. This is Nom Gmo. What's the message? Sorry, I jumped. I jumped. I jumped. You did, didn't you? Well, Mister Nom Gino, this is the message. This innovative and versatile new video adapter falls into the category of where have you been all my life, and where, and where were you when I really needed you? (laughs) Where, where? (laughs) darling? I love it. In five minutes, you can unpack its three component pieces, oh, if only, download the necessary free software, and be viewing your Max content on an external display that he that has either HDMI or DVI interface. Hmm. Right, so, uh, but remember, Guy, it's no good to me because I don't have USB 3. Ah, well, not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. I am your father. No. No, you're not. Oh. No, I know you're not. Okay. Father. Well, in that case, <laughs> we'll go to the last one for this week. And we know that all is right with the world because it is tech fan number 180. Hurrah. Hurrah. Windows 10. Uh, oh, Owen is on this one again. Tim, David, and Owen kick off the show talking about Tim's visit to Los Angeles. Windows 10 is talked about before Amazon review. Wait a minute. I got to say that again. Windows 10 is talked about before Amazon reviews. And uh, see, that doesn't make any sense to me. Is that I only copied and pasted. Okay. Then let's just leave off the before and say <laughs> Amazon reviews and Kindles, self-driving Teslas, Facebook, destiny. It is your destiny. And Android apps running on a pc i have somebody here who would like to make a statement about androids okay androids do not have fun well one more time androids do not have fun oh data sure androids have fun (laughs) you got to have sex with denise crosby in the first episode (laughs) 
of the first season. <laughs> Don't spoil the illusion. Ah, oh, but he was stiff as a board. And I, I wait, no, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think I said that quite right. Um, you know what? I'm not even going to go. Let's just leave that right <laughs> where even, it is. Don't even try and correct it. No, because all I'll do is just make it worse. So um, if you would like to write for the MyMac.com uh, website and not only have us completely screw up your name, your articles, and go off on tangents that have absolutely nothing to do with whatever it is you wrote about, and frankly, after that description, who wouldn't? Contact John Nemo at Nemo at MyMac.com and uh, send him a little sample. Uh, don't send it to us because we'll we'll just screw it up. Send it to John and let's see if we can't get you writing for uh, MyMac.com. Good idea. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get social, shall we? Let's get social. We need, we, need a, okay. we need a theme song for this. We do. Hey. G-Men, the G-Men get social. They're oh. so social like a disease. They're social. <laughs> They're socially diseased. <laughs> the G-Men. Um, uh, Nick Hall, get to work on that. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't going to say anything. You know, people can do what they will. That's true. Okay, so we welcomed Kate Thomas to the MyMac Podcast G Plus community. Many comments related to her joining. Uh, or, or as you've put her here, here <laughs> joining. her joining. Um, <laughs> but I will point out these two. Adrian Andrews says, "I don't suffer from madness. I enjoy it every minute." <laughs> and Troy Muller said, "Cheese? Where's the cheese gone? Jibber." <laughs> okay. Um, Troy Mueller. Speaking <laughs> of Troy Mueller, uh, he says that his iPhone 4S is really struggling. With iOS 8, even when getting it reset at the Apple Store for recycling. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, really? I'm hearing a lot of that. Mm, oh, that's not good. That it's playing up. iPhone 6, not playing up at all. John Nemo says, keep the older devices on iOS 7. Yep, I agree. Eric Diaz likes the iPhone 6 camera a lot, but a lot more than his dog does. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaking of Eric Diaz, he says a funny thing. When he bought the iPhone 6 that he thought it was going to be too big and couldn't possibly fathom why anyone would buy the Plus. He now wants the Plus and he's going to give the 6 to his wife. <laughs> I can do many more things with the bigger screen of the 6 that's got me wanting the Plus and the bag of, of additional tricks that it has. I have to give it to the Android folk and the phablet. They're wacky and don't fit in your pocket but they're ever so useful. Yes, but... Androids do not have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clean that sound clip up and, and get it better, but I do like it. That is a good one. <laughs> um, Nick Hall says, Siri wakes up uh, to bakeries and talking about history, but only when plugged into the power. Make that... A Make of that what you will. So uh, apparently if you read the, the post, it goes on a little bit. There's a few words that Siri – you know this um, hey Siri yeah. thing? Yeah. I think there are a few words like history. An American saying history. History. <laughs> can also wake it up. So I think there are a few words which are a little bit too close to hey Siri. So there you go. Well, it's even worse if, if you have a bad – uh, Mexican accent, because then it comes out, he story. 
Histori. Histori. Andale, andale. Okay, there, there goes Mexico. <laughs> Pretty soon there'll be somebody in Botswana saying, why, why, why? We're not good enough. What? A couple things that I didn't have in the show notes that's over in G plus now. Uh, Alistair Jenks uh, put in something that he had originally shared to the NoSilicast uh, po- G plus uh, podcast page there. It's a nicely written article on the pitfalls of Wi-Fi written in plain English. Oh, thanks. You obviously don't read the show notes, do you? Oh, was that there? No, I've put my I've put that as a part of my pick. Oh, hmm. <laughs> I said a link sent to uh, Google by Alistair. Let me get rid of that. No, 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 no. no. I didn't say anything else. Because Eric Diaz also says, oh, wait, no. We already. Uh, Let's see. Nick Holt, no. Um, Guy Sir, no. Stupid guy. Email. Email from Gary Apter. Uh, He wrote and says, uh, guy, excellent audio quality. Your guests sound good, and you've done an excellent job of balancing the sound. Your sound was close and natural. Levels balanced well. A plus, Gary. And I replied saying, yep, only took me 10 years. Yeah, and I was with you most of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for about for about half of that. Ah. <sighs> Brilliant. Okay, so would you like to take us out, Batman? I, I, I'll take us out from right, from right here, and that doesn't even make any sense, but that's okay <laughs> because oh. it's the it's the end of the segment, so I can say stupid things. You know why? Because I'm Cause, Batman. Because Robin's not there. That's why. That's right. Robin hates me. Stupid Robin. But everybody else, stand by. Just stand by. And we'll be right back. People are good. I tell myself nothing. I never had any pride. You can give me anything. I'll become your toy. Have some fun. Siri, I'm looking for a new Apple podcast to listen to. Any recommendations? I found one new podcast for you. But it looks like they only record themselves drinking and chatting about the latest Apple news and rumor. Well, that sounds great. What's it called? It's called the MacGist Podcast. But Nick, why would anyone listen to that? Well, Siri, alcohol is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. I found these five rehab clinics near you. Would you like directions? Ugh, Siri, enough with the rehab. Just download the latest MacGist Podcast now. I'm sorry, Nick. I cannot do that at this time. Go home, Siri. You're drunk. That's not nice. Eh, what does she know anyways? Check us out over at themacgistpodcast.com. Like an 80-year-old man jogging on a nudist beach, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Second section of the MyMac podcast number 525. Yo, Semite. T or is it Vegemite? I think it's Vegemite, to be honest with you. As you can spread them both on bread. You, you, you could. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't know. You, I don't, yeah. 
I don't know how Yosemite would taste on bread. I've been to Yosemite, and it's a very nice place. I've never been there. I've been there twice. What? I've been there twice, and you've never been there? No. (laughs) The only place I've been in, like, like that whole area of the country was Boise, Idaho. And that was when I was visiting visiting my mother-in-law, who lives in that area. Ah, right. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, Idaho. Fascinating place. And anyway, anyway, we were talking about Yosemite, <laughs> not the place. No, not the place, the software. And uh, basically, this section is to, you know, I wanted to talk about what to do to get ready for uh, Yosemite. And uh, something that everyone listening needs to remember is that Yosemite really almost any major upgrade to your operating system, some of the things that you should do before you actually update. And uh, number one, and I cannot stress this enough and base this alone on the problems that people had updating from iOS 7 to iOS 8 or from Windows 7 to Windows 8. Just because it's the latest and greatest operating system and it's all bright and shiny doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work the way you expect it to or even really at all. (laughs) So you need to be very careful and make sure that all of your stuff is backed up in a way that you like it before you do the update. So please, 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 if you're going to update to Yosemite, Make sure that you have an external drive connected to your computer and that you have used the backup software of your choice. And I think, uh, do you use uh, SuperDuper or Carbon Copy Cloner, Gaz? Uh, actually, yeah, you're going to like this. I actually use both. At the same time? Uh, no, not at the same time. <laughs> and the uh, same drive. <laughs> and it just cool. goes... For the same drive, but to different devices, yes, because then I'm not trusting on one piece of software either. Okay. Yeah, so, I've, I basically have a, uh, a schedule set up. Every Saturday night at about 1 o'clock in the morning, I have it do an incremental backup to an external drive, and I'm talking about Carbon Copy Cloner. So essentially, you know, when I get up in the morning, I get a little notification that the backup is done. And if I don't, yeah. if I don't see that on Sunday morning, that tells me I need to go check and see. What Alarm bells start ringing is what you say. Yes, yes. And it sounds amazingly like what happens in a prison break, which has really hacked off my wife at times. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that number one, that should be like what the very first thing you do, even before you start up. You know, you open the Mac App Store to uh, to find it and download it. Back up everything that you have on the drive that you are going to install that software on. Because if something goes horribly, horribly wrong, and it can, you can always use Carbon Copy Cloner or Super Duper again in reverse and get your system back exactly as it was before you did the OS upgrade. Yeah. Now, I'm... Kind of thinking about doing something. Wise words. Wise words. Yeah. Do you think I actually knew what I was talking about? No, I think you copied them from someone else. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I won't tell you who, though. (laughs) Something I'm thinking about doing this time and the experiences, because I I had talked to uh, Carl Madden from the Mac and Forth podcast yesterday 
because he wasn't going to be able to do a live show this Wednesday. So he was talking to various people and getting some, you know, to talk about a couple apps that he could pre-record and, and put into his feed. And my original plan was to boot into the uh, Yosemite drive that I have here on my computer and just use that to to talk to him, but treat it like uh, a, a normal podcast where I would have, you know, soundboard open and garage band and all these things. And I would be recording at the same time just to, to give it kind of a, you know, drive by test. And I couldn't get anything to work. I couldn't get my, my Sapphire device to be recognized on the computer, even though I saw it when, when I went into, um, uh, utilities. Uh, no, when I did about this Mac and then looked at, at, uh, firewire, I could see it. It, it, the, the, the computer saw it. It just didn't know what to do with it. Uh, I couldn't get GarageBand to work. Every time I would try to fire up GarageBand, it would say, okay, I'm going to download the, the basic content that you need now for GarageBand. We'd get like three quarters of the way through it and then come in and say, to install this, you need to put in your password. So it'd be like, okay. Typed in my password, hit enter. Within two minutes, it would come back and say, well, you don't have internet, so I can't finish this. It's like, what are you talking about? I've got internet coming out of my ass here. You know, I mean, you don't tell me I don't have internet. And it was, nope, nope, not going to finish. And it would it would stall out. So I couldn't even open up GarageBand in Yosemite. And I actually called Apple on that this morning uh, before we started to record the podcast and they were like, oh, so uh, this is a Mac Pro from 2009. You know, we, we don't really warranty Mac Pros from two. I said, look, this, this has nothing to do with the Mac Pro. This has to do with the, uh, the beta for the Mac, you know, Mac OS X Yosemite and GarageBand, which co- coincidentally enough is also an Apple program that <laughs> I would think would work the latest version of it with the latest version of your operating system. I mean, there is someone there at Apple that is testing the basic functionality of software that you've written. Right. And there was, you know, I was obviously, you know, he couldn't say what he was probably thinking, which was like, you are doing something incredibly stupid. And I can't say that because I work in customer service. (laughs) So I felt empowered. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. So his advice, he says, well, do you have anything on that drive that's really important? And it's like, well, no, it's it's just kind of a, a separate drive on my machine that I'm using to, to test Yosemite. He says, well, um, did you have, had you started from any other operating system? I said, well, yeah, that was also the same drive that I used for uh, Mavericks, for the beta for Mavericks when that was available. And he was like, well, then I would recommend wiping the drive and reinstalling Yosemite. And then before you install anything else, because he also asked me about, you know, when I told him I had this this Sapphire device, FireWire device, he was like, well, was there drivers that you had to install for that? He says, well, it's not so much a driver as, you know, something, you know, I, 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 I you know, and in retrospect, I think, it, yeah, it kind of, kind of is a driver, but that's, that's not really the way I was looking at it. And he was like, well, before you install that, he says, you know, go ahead, reinstall the Yosemite beta, wipe the drive out, reinstall the Yosemite beta, get all the basic Apple software that you would typically use, make sure that all works, and then start installing your other applications. And that 
kind of makes me nervous about installing Yosemite on my main system. And it should make anyone nervous that relies on their Mac for anything beyond, you know, email and, and uh, browsing on the web and things along those lines. If you use your Mac in a production uh, capacity, maybe you kind of should hold off until you can verify that everything is going to work the way that you expect it to. And I know that once Yosemite, the, the, the regular version of Yosemite comes out, I'm going to kind of do just that. I'm not going to install Yosemite on this main drive that I'm using right here at the minute at this moment to record this podcast because I, I'm just not sure that it's going to work. But that aside, the, the one thing that I'm thinking about doing this time around, and I haven't done it since probably uh, 10.2 or 10.3, is do a nuke and pave. And just clear out everything that I currently have on this drive that goes back, you know, God, almost 10 years, maybe older than that, because I think this particular setup, I mean, it's gone onto newer hard drives, but it's always been copied over from other drives in the past. So I'm sure that there's probably not only PowerPC stuff on here. But OS, you know, 7, OS 8, OS 9 stuff on here as well, which goes back to the late 90s. And I'm thinking, you know, why don't I just start over again? And the thing that has me thinking that that this might not be a bad idea is because basically of the Mac App Store. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to write down all of these applications that you've used in the past. You don't have to make sure that you've got the licensing instructions and, and the codes and serial numbers and all the rest of that garbage that you've always had to go, always had to have in the past before you did a nuke and pave because with the Mac app store, you don't worry about that. You want to install a program that you've purchased. You just click download and it installs it. Now, for some of it, that's not going to work. For things like Skype, of course, which isn't in there, or Soundboard, which is in there, but I didn't buy it through the Mac App Store. And there will, there will take some juggling of things to, to, to make it work. But once I can verify that I can run Yosemite, I'm sorry, that I can, I can create this podcast in a system that's running Yosemite with just the stuff that I can get from the Mac app store and maybe one or two other places. I think I'm going to do that for the main drive and just get rid of all the I mean, how many, let me ask you something, Gaz, how many bundles have you bought since becoming a Mac user? Well, when I first started, I, I, I would kind of jump in and buy uh, a few of the bundles, which gives you as a starter, you know, as a new Mac user, that right. you can't you can't knock them too much because they give you a lot of the bundles give you a great grounding of really good software. Oh sure, and and it gives you you know, a, a, but then you kind of get caught up in the whole experience and and find yourself you know buying all sorts of bundles. So I, I would say I've probably participated in three, possibly four, but I haven't bought a bundle for a long, long time because. One, I've got most of the apps, and two, a lot of the apps that I've bought from uh, some of the other bundles, just as where as I think you were going, I haven't used. 
in a long time. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's a lot. Of, and all of these apps that that you get, and and not only from these bundles, but you know, apps that you've picked up over the years, they all are depositing all kinds of stuff all over your Cruft. system. Cruft. And that's when, obviously, apps like um, uh, Reggie Ashworth's App Delete kick in because that will pick up all of that cruft for you as well and and delete it properly. So Right, without having to do a nuke and pay. Yeah, yeah. But in this particular case, I mean, this goes back well, to Well, a nuke and, pa- and pave, which I, I really don't like that terminology when you start fresh, <laughs> but I know where you're coming from, and I think everybody understands. But, uh, it, you know, it does have, have its uses because it makes you think, what do I actually need to use? Uh, and I think it probably gives this, the whole system a f- completely fresh start, doesn't it? So, um, you know, rather than going through and deleting the apps and, and getting rid of the, the cruft, um, a new compave can be useful. But it's the convenience bit, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah, and chances are, if I do do this, I'll probably... Because I, I don't want to do it like the... like Of course, like everyone else, I have the weekends off, Saturday and Sunday. We, we yeah. record on Sunday. I'm not going to... Do ins- we? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's today. Isn't today Sunday? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I'm not going to completely wipe out my system at you know three o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday and go. Oh, oh sh- sure, oh. I'll be able to be up and running oh, again no. before I record on Sunday because I haven't had any bad experiences along those lines at all. Like today, <laughs> very true. Right. So, but that's the I guess um, the the biggest takeoff. You know the whole completely wiping out my system and starting from scratch aside is, and, and it's not just because Apple's been having, Oh, let's be kind and, and say issues lately, <laughs> or let's just be kind and say they've completely screwed up over the last two months or so. Um, it's, it's because this is something that you should really do regardless of what operating system you're running regardless of of what OS you're transitioning to, if you're getting ready to do a major transition to a different operating system or a different version of the same operating system that you've always used, just to be on the safe side that you're not going to lose any of your important data, back up that drive. And I think in the long run, you'll thank Gaz and me for, for giving you that advice. Well, I used to put out, I've got to say, I used to put out a tweet every Friday and just basically make that statement. I'd say, back up, back up, back up, you know. And you've got to have a good plan, though, as well. It's not just a matter of backing up. Right. You've got to, you know, this is like your normal stuff that you should be doing. You need to have a um, uh, uh, a good backup plan, which includes uh, making sure that you've got the things that you need backed up backed up and that the backups that you've got are good backups i.e. they work and that you know you're not just backing up and then you come to actually look at the backup and you find ah the backup's actually corrupt and i can't use it <laughs> well, so what's you know, a good way you've got to check that. what's a good way for somebody to, to that has done a like a Do you know the copy simpl- cloner or a super duper backup yeah well to i was just going to say the sim- the simplest way for people i think to backup is really to do a carbon copy cloner or a, a super duper backup and clone it uh, and just do they have um options in their cloning systems which just uh update the clone 
so it doesn't it um it doesn't go through a whole cloning process and take forever to start again it'll actually just update the bits it needs yeah, to inc- update incremental update incremental and then occasionally keep that drive um uh connected to your your mac click on i think it's command isn't it or it's either option or command when you boot up and then uh and then pick that drive to boot from and just check it see if you can get in and see if you can get to you know some of your important files and that's the easiest option i think that most people can do just to check those drives and to check the backups actually working yes. because people people don't want to go through a whole you know rigmarole of of trying to you know sort stuff out and uh, work out whether it's working or not although i think super duper and uh, and I think Carbon Copy Cloner do say they give you warnings whether a backup hasn't worked or not, or you know is 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 not correct. Um, but you know you're trusting their software. If you right. actually want to check it yourself, you know just open, just go to those um, those drives, uh, boot from those drives, and check a few of the files. Now that's it's not foolproof, but it'll it'll give you reassurance that if you can, you know, start the machine up um, and you can get to some of those. Um, those important files you you know you're pretty secure right now if you have if you basically have a a bluetooth keyboard um a, blue, a bluetooth keyboard a bluetooth oh, sorry yeah yeah keyboard you, yeah yeah in if, my in my mind then you said bluetooth keyboard in my mind i <laughs> i heard bluetooth hard drive <laughs> <laughs> that would be so slow so yes, very yes, slow yes uh, if you have a bluetooth keyboard uh the suggestion that gaz just gave isn't going to work because no. it'll it, the bluetooth preferences aren't really loaded until uh, the startup drive is selected. So if you use a Bluetooth keyboard, what you need to do is go into system preferences. Are you sure about that? Yes. Yes, I am you... sure. Hmm. Reasonably okay. sure. Almost. Okay. Okay. Almost. Now I'm not as sure as I was when I started okay. the sentence. Okay. But, well, let's say that you are. Let's <laughs> say right. that you are. Assuming, assuming that, that uh, a miracle has occurred and that I am correct. <laughs> That's a big stretch. Uh, all you have to do is, uh, obviously, before you shut your computer down, is go into system preferences. <laughs> go into system preferences. Uh, find, You're making it complicated. I know, I know. I'm making it complicated in my own brain. Uh, go to startup disk and every single drive that you have attached that you can boot your computer from will show up there. Select the drive that you do your backup to and hit restart. And when you restart, you won't have to hold down the option key or the command key. I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head either. And it'll just attempt to boot. The first time it'll attempt to boot will be from the drive that you have selected in startup disk. Just remember that when you want to go back to your other disk, that you'll have to do this again, or you'll just keep booting up into your your backup disk. Yeah, and that can you, you must remember that, actually, because... Um, <laughs> if you're not careful, you'll start backing up to the backup, and you'll start putting. So just just be careful on that. Um, yeah. So just make sure that once you've checked it, that you then you know you shut down and then eject it. So yeah, or that you just yeah just go back. And it's to the option key. It is the option. key. It is the option key. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Are is there anything that that you do in particular other than than a complete backup? Before you uh, you update an operating system, uh, I tend to make sure that all my apps are updated. 
Uh, I'll go through and make sure everything's updated because um, it, it, there's nothing worse than having a new system and then finding that you're, you know, uh, you need to get your your apps updated. And if you've got an important app, you know, it, the, very often Apple themselves will update some of the apps. And I just like to know that that's all done and ready and dusted before I start then uh, trying to uh, update the system. But that that's not key. That's just kind of a little OCD stuff that I do, really. Yeah, and you know, and frankly, you know, you're either going to have to do it on one end or the other. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Very true. Though you know, sometimes um, some apps you can't update until the operating system. True, true. Yeah, very true. But you know, you can tell because it says update these apps. <laughs> And it won't let you otherwise. <laughs> uh, so that's that's our advice on uh, Yosemite. And um, one other thing, yeah, yeah, go ahead. This is this is going to sound really silly, and and, and the system what, on this should, show, what the, and the system should, should really be clever enough to tell you this at the start anyway. But just check your system, your setup. Just just have a look and see whether your machine can actually cope with the new system. Um, Possibly don't dive in straight away. You know, if you're a bit of, I'm not going to say a newbie at this, but if you're someone who's not confident on being able to fix stuff, then just have a search around the internet for, you know, insert OS um, name here, uh, Troubles. And yeah. just do a Google search, and you know if it's new, you'll see. You know you'll soon come up, or check Twitter if you're on Twitter, and and ask the question, and just say if there are any issues with anybody running a X machine with the new operating system. And um, you know, people, you're always going to get a response. Someone is always going to say, "Oh yeah, don't do this because it'll you know kill your mother-in-law." You know, which Ooh. some people might think is a good thing. I don't, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> that is you know you're always going to get those sorts of responses but you've got to weigh those up you know you'll soon read through those those responses and uh you'll be able to, well that doesn't affect me that much so i'm not going to be too bothered about it so that's something else just to be aware of yeah yeah and you know I, again just use common sense yes before. that's the biggest that's the biggest yeah uh, unless you're you someone like me in in which case ask somebody else first because common sense in me, not always the best of friends. So I think that's going to be it for this section, Gaz. Cool. cool. Yeah, you, you want to take us out in some kind of wacky accent? Okay, mate. Let's take. I'm going to tell everybody now that you should stand by to stand by. And guess what? Guy and Gaz will be right back. Yes, they will. Hello, people. My name's Peter Bird, and I am the host of the Deep Look Podcast. The idea behind the show is that we talk to our guests, and we learn more about them, the subjects, the people, the things that shape their lives, or the things they're interested in, or the things they would possibly want to know more about. Basically, we just like to look a little deeper and see what's there, and to learn. If that appeals to you, or you like that idea, or if even if you have a guest that you think we should try and speak to, then... Come on by and give us a go. We are part of the Stoplight Network. Going commando on morality. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. I want to sing but I have no voice.
Welcome everyone. Anything can happen in the next half hour. Well, I hope we're we... about to launch Stingray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just makes me nod my head. Oh, damn, I wasn't ready. Gases and tips. It's time for Gassy's Tip. So tell me about notifications. God knows I uh, You may well like notifications, Guy, but are you concerned about the notifications showing up when you've left your ma- your machine and the system is in lock screen mode? Well, it's dead easy. Go into the system preferences, notifications, and uncheck the show notifications on lock screen toggle on the app like mail that you don't want showing. You'll also see several other options which you may also want to turn on or off. Nod. Oh, Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. Is that the uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, it's in that uh, that, that third track. Yeah, the third track track so why is it that i record it this way hmm hmm <laughs> don't know guy <laughs> i don't know either i, I have an app pick though an ex- excellent ex- an expensive app pick oh yeah right this okay. is this is movie storm and it's by oh what's the name of that company oh stormy movies stormy movies movie storm it's two hundred and twenty-five <laughs> U.S. dollars. Yeah, at MovieStorm.com. They do have, but they do have a free trial, so you can try it out. Uh, this is a three D animation package that the developers. Are you could, sure it's at MovieStorm.com? Reasonably sure. Oh, I just tried to go there, and it's. it's oh. It's, oh yeah. No. I, oh. It, Actually, no. That is that is incorrect. Hmm. Mm. I've come up. I've come up with an option which says related links, and one of the links is Breaking Wind at breakingwind.com. Um, why so, don't you talk so, about your app pick while I figure out how I so I, badly screwed this up? Okay, so Guy's going to fix that, and we'll come back to that in a minute. Actually, we'll come back to it after this first piece. Now, Guy did relate to this earlier. Al- Alistair Jenks, our good friend Alistair Jenks, posted in Google. Um, all about why your Wi-Fi might not be as fast as you like. Now, this is quite a long, but it's actually quite a good read. And it's if you're interested in why your Wi-Fi isn't, uh, let's say, serving you the speed that you'd normally expect, go over and take a read of this article and you'll, you'll have a much better understanding of uh, the processes behind why sometimes it might be best to have an Ethernet cable. Yeah, and I fixed I fixed the problem with Movie Storm. I'm well so I'm done. so glad they didn't go to some really really sketchy site. Because <laughs> that would if we hadn't checked that would have been very embarrassing. It's not <laughs> MovieStorm.com. It's MovieStorm. Oh, excuse me. Dot UK. Well, you can no, leave the burp out. No, doc, no MovieStorm.co.uk. <laughs> what did I say? Dot UK. Oh no, it's MovieStorm.co.uk. That's it. You got it. Yeah, thank you. I'm sometimes Gaz, and I think I think in the near future we're actually going to get .uk. Well, I'm that's what they that's sure. what it should be. 
Instead. Well, yeah, I, d- I don't know why they went with the .co.uk initially. There's some history behind it. Anyway, anyway tell, so, us, tell, tell us about your, your pick. <laughs> so it's, 3D, it's a 3D animation package that the uh, developers like to call a video sketch tool. And I, I have to say up front that it's not easy to use, and the interface takes some getting used to. Uh, but compared to other kinds of 3D animation software, this is relatively inexpensive and relatively easy to use. I mean, you, you have to kind of compare like with like. It, this, As I said, this isn't the easiest program to use, but compared to its competition, it's, it's ri- ridiculously easy. You can basically make whatever characters that you plan on using come to life and get some really, really cool results. And if you go over to the website, which is moviestorm.co.uk, just want to make sure I say that about a thousand times so I get it right in my own head. You can see some examples of of what some of the other people have done, and it's really, really kind of cool. Excellent. Now, I do have a pick as well, other than the pick of um, uh, the website page that um, Alistair picked and, and posted. Um, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again now. I'm going to say it again here and now. So right now. Preview. And good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, Preview is an underrated and underutilized application that comes free with your Mac. You can open PDF documents and make some basic changes like adding a speech bubble or just plain old text, highlighting a section with a a rectangle or an oval. You may not know, but you can even make some basic color adjustments and you can make some image size adjustments. And I know that I've told you this before, but you can also add signature, so you can add your signature into PDFs that you open in it. Um, just open preview, uh, an image in preview and have a play. And I came across, actually, a website, which I'll, I've dropped oh, a yeah. link into the show notes, um, of a website that, <laughs> that basically takes you through how to use preview to edit your photos. And do you know what, Guy? i got a sneaky feeling a few people might be using this when the... Um, photos app kicks in in a in a few months time hmm. because i think where apple is going with the photos app is that basically they don't have an application they've just got a, re- a repository of your images and you can buy and link up to applications which you buy um separately from the app store much like they now do with the um the photos app on the ios um devices yeah, Whereas because now, because because now you can go into photos and you can click on a photo and then you can uh, if you click on that photo and then basically I think let's get this right because I've got to have a photo which is is on my uh, device itself. If you click the you know little square with the up arrow, oh yeah, that comes with it. Um, I think what you can do there. Let's get this right now. I've not I've not picked it right. I've done the right mess of this now, haven't I? Anyway, I know that as um, compared you, to not having the normally, right link as, as, to a, as, an app yeah. that you've picked. <laughs> yeah, done that. Yeah, yeah, that. Now, if you click on edit in your photo um, on your iOS device, um, if you click on edit, there's like a little um, a list, a, a little circle in the top left hand corner with uh, the uh, three little dots in it. What do they call that? Um, there's a word for that they use. Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, no, it's, oh, that's going to annoy me. Anyway, you click on that, and then if you've got any applications which are linked to um, or can be used with photos, 
um, it, they come up in a subsection and you can then, I've got like camera plus on here. So I click on camera plus and then I can edit that photo in camera plus and it just puts it straight back into the photos app. And I've got a sneaky feeling that the same thing's going to be happening on your, um, your Mac. So when photos comes along, I think that aperture and iPhoto will be the sort of apps that you can use in conjunction because those applications are not going to disappear. But preview can be used for very basic editing and is, is pretty good. So Yeah, preview in, does rock. It does rock, and I don't think it's utilized really enough. So have a play. Yeah, almost almost anything that you do with a file. Elliptical, ellipsis, ellipsis. Oh, that's, yes. That's yeah. the word I was looking for, ellipsis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, almost anything you do with a file, as far as the basics goes, you can do in preview. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, it, it's yeah. really that amazing of a program. It rocks. It does rock. Now, we have a people's pick. Uh, this is a continuation from, from last week. This is the second one from uh, Eric Diaz. And as I look here, hmm, I think <laughs> we have one for next week, too. Um, his people's pick for this week is, um, well, no, didn't we do FIFA last week? Yes, we did. So go into this one, then. Oh, yeah. No, it was the... It was, yeah, oh. we did do FIFA because you made me laugh when you went you went FIFA. Yeah, but it, that wasn't. You know what? I have to go and look now because I'll, I'll just screw this up. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like I already did. <laughs> uh, where are you, Eric? I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did that because I, I was taking. I can't remember because I was laughing at you so much. <laughs> well, he had he had, and there was another racing game, but it wasn't this one. What? <laughs> I'm very, yes. I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, you make me laugh. Just do, do the fever one. I found we'll... it. Asphalt eight. Yes, that was before, wasn't it? I think yeah. Would you go ahead previously. and change that from FIFA 2015 to Asphalt eight? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what now? Yeah. Go ahead. And yeah, that's Asphalt 8, and there goes... Okay, so it's free with in-app purchases. <laughs> <laughs> what the people don't realize, or they probably do realize, is that, um, yeah, we didn't change anything other than the name. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. And takes advantage of all the latest graphics. It looks like a console game on iOS. So that's, <laughs> that's Asphalt 8 by whatever company makes that. I can't remember. I, I think used, it's I, Electronic Arts also. Uh, I, I used to have Asphalt 8. And in fact, my daughter, my youngest daughter used to like playing that. So I think she still does on the iPad. Anyway, anyway, that's yeah. a good pick. That's yeah. a good pick. And Eric, I swear to God, right here, that <laughs> yes. I won't screw up next week's pick nearly this bad. Doesn't mean You better know. <laughs> Lightning, thunder, thunder. <laughs> Lightning. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people's pick. Boy, did I screw that up. This anyway, has been that kind of show this week. Let's move on. Moving so on. Yeah, so Moving we don't on. reiterate the The, the fact that, that I'm an idiot. Right, okay. <laughs> I think after 525 shows or however many that we've... No, let me see. 285. 
five <laughs> minus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, with all that in mind, if you would like to do an, an iTunes review outside of the US or the UK. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd, if you'd like to do an iTunes review, please don't. Yeah. Based, <laughs> just based on the professionalistic of this show. <laughs> the professionalistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. for Carl. That's for Carl. Uh, that's for Carl because we had a bit of a chat in in Twitter about that. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, but it, remember it's all secretivity. It so. is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you would like to do an iTunes review for the MyMac.com podcast, please don't base it on the last ten minutes. Let us know so the that we can, <laughs> that we can read it on the air, and I will send you a woo tea, and that's big O. Oh, sorry. Big W. I can't even spell. Oh my God, I can't even spell my own award. That's Big W, Big O, Big O, Big T, Little I, Little E, Woody. Yeah. So, <laughs> right now, what you need to do, what you need to do, if you do a review, is tell us because then we can read it out and we can take make fun of it. Oh, well, just read it out or make fun. And of you yourself. need to send either myself or Guy an email, and you can do that. You can contact Guy in various ways, uh, but you can contact him probably most proficiently via email. And Guy is now going to tell you what his email address is. My email address is Guy, G-U-I, at MyMac.com. I also can be found on the Twitters <laughs> at Twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? Gaz, how could they find you? Uh, easy. Gaz at MyMac.com or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Or you can also contact both of us, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. You think there was delay on here. No, I'm just trying to catch Guy out. You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com. And hey. there is also <laughs> there is also a a Skype number, which is plus one. Area code <laughs> 703 I'll give you that one more time just in case you didn't get it. It's plus one. Area code 703 Call it and make guy bankrupt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would like to say mm-hmm. thank you, thank you all of you for. Oh, I didn't do a language. Oh, um, never mind. I'm never mind that, that. And just because of that, I would like to say thanks to all of you for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. You have no idea how much we enjoy doing this show, even even at the worst of times. We still enjoy it. We hope you enjoy it too. And please keep listening. And if you if you would like, uh, go on over to Patreon. I'm over there, and, and you can pledge money, and every, everyone will be happy. But you don't have to. We'll keep doing the show anyway. So, with all that in mind, Gaz, you know, what? even with all the mistakes that I've mostly made, they're not mistakes. It's it's you know it's all done deliberately. Oh, that's right. That's right. it's comedy gold. That this is the best comedy gold that I have ever done, and that. <laughs> I'm comedy gold enough, comedy gold enough, and comedy gold gone it. People like comedy gold. And. and.
Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can find lots of other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like Four Pigs, The Bell Tolls, Geekiest Show Ever, International Film Club, Let's Talk Podcasts, The Casual Heroes Podcasts, Tech Fan, The Deeper Look, The Mac Gist, Nintendo Club Podcast, and Three Geeky Ladies. Mountain Dew. Oh, <laughs> you've never had a Mountain Dew, really? Oh no, they they were banned from sale over here. Apparently, why? Just because of the caffeine content, or well, because um, apparently they put a coin, a copper coin, into a bottle of Coke, mm-hmm. a uh, some tomato sauce, and a bottle of Mo- Mountain Dew. In the Coke and the tomato sauce, the acid in both of those products cleaned the coins. In the Mountain Dew. It started dissolving the coin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a minute, I thought you were going to say something along the lines of, you know, not only did the Mountain Dew dissolve the coin that was in it, it took the coins out of the, the Coke and, and the tomato sauce as well. And it was it was gone. It vanished. Because okay. I've, I've had all kinds of fun today trying to screw around with Yosemite. And by all kinds of fun, I mean the exact opposite. Ah, Right. <laughs> Uh, which we will go into in the middle section. Okay, okay. Vegemite sandwich? No, you Yosemite sandwich. Well, you forgot to say My Mac Podcast 525. I, won't, I, won't be, I was practicing. I won't be able to do that again, will I? Oh, okay, because I was going to say that was actually pretty good. Okay, I'll try again. You want me to do the whole thing, yeah? Yeah. My Mac Podcast 525. Vegemite sandwich? No, Yosemite sandwich. Oh, I thought you were going to do Yosemite sandwich. No. Which I thought I was... I can do. Do you yeah. want me to? Yeah, okay. I, th- I think that's funnier. Say. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectionist. My Max. You almost said my Max sandwich. an Australian accent, all right, mate? Oh, uh, you almost said uh, my Max sandwich, didn't you? <laughs> that's what it sounded like. My my Mac now. <laughs> my Mac podcast five hundred and twenty five. Vegemite sandwich? No. Yo, Semamite sandwich. No, I've got to do that again. It's going to be one of them. Yeah. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number five hundred and twenty five. And after only four tries. We've got the title done. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got to say, cheers, Roger. I'll speak to you later, yeah? Cheers, Gary. I'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Whoa. He's out of here. You're, he's, he's you're, like, you're like totally silenting. He's, am I? Yeah. Well, that's not good. We, um, may have to, we may have to start again. I'm still silenting? Yeah. That would hurt my throat. Oh, it was. Right at the end, it was like, oh, yeah. I'm running out of breath. How can I keep talking like this? People are good. That's what I was trying to say. Instead, it came out, people are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And, you know, right after that, hurt, that hurts my throat as well when I do that. And then I just kick right into the jam. That's way too loud. And then it starts to fade out. 
And welcome everyone to the G Talk podcast. We haven't even really done this yet, but I'm already doing it badly. (laughs) (laughs) An attempt by an Iranian exile to travel more than a thousand miles from Florida to Bermuda in a giant inflatable ball has ended in failure. (sighs) (sighs) What an idiot. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, that's just so dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Anyway, let's let's go on to the second uh, section. Oh, who is that guy? And then I came in and said, I did not try to run from US to Europe in a plastic bubble. I would have <laughs> leisurely walked. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I did see that, actually. Yeah, and I, don't I know. ignored it. Yeah, I would have too. Except I wrote it. <laughs> that's, that's the problem with that theory. All right, why don't you get us going on to the next one? <coughs> you okay? You're not dying in the background there, are you? Oh, but I, oh, before we start. Oh, I, before we start. I just noticed I had not turned my phone off. Oh. So I got to gotta kill my phone because yeah. that's, that's always so embarrassing. It's funny, but embarrassing when my phone suddenly starts ringing in the middle of recording. Okay, phone is dead. <laughs> that's like Australian and Southern again. <laughs> South Australian. South Australian, isn't it? Y'all. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. Y'all. I'll try and mix some some languages up, accents up. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Completely different. <laughs> oh, wait, hold yes. on. Erogenous zone. <laughs> Erogenous zone. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. We are about to launch. <laughs> We are about to launch. We are about to. We are about. <gasps> Computers are can about do that. Stingray. <laughs> Stand by. Stand by. Stand by. Stand by for action. He's got a stutter. To be an earth-shattering kaboom. <laughs> Androids do not have fun. Don't please hold some fun. <laughs> I have a cunning plan. Devilishly clever. Who is that? I don't know, but he's in your place. No, 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 not the wet one. Don't ever push the wet one. I I jumped the gun too soon. You keep jumping the gun, don't you? This is an important message. This is an important message. (sighs) This would be embarrassing if it weren't true. Nah, that wasn't it. I bet this is it. Hit it. Yeah, that's it. Ooh, that sounds kind of loud. Sounded right to me. No, did it? Okay, then I'll just leave it. You can always turn it down a bit later, can't you? Yeah, because I have it on a separate track, which was kind of the whole whole point point of having separate tracks. Oh, it's too loud. Oh, damn. Well, too bad. (laughs) You You big yank tank. Yeah, you crack me up when you do. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, he doesn't. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Okay, right. You bringing us in? I'll yeah. bring us in. You bring us in. Guy? Yeah. You bring us in. Hit it. <laughs> bring us in. Okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that must have hurt at the end. 
<laughs> oh, literally. Oh. I cannot believe I forgot to do that. Never mind. Yeah, well, I guess I did force I did force you into an early um doobry. So. Oh, well, yeah, but it's not like it like that part of of the show notes takes me like a million years. It's like, "Oh, wow. Let me think of something really stupid." that I can put into Google Translate that no one will understand, even if they speak the language that I've chosen. Yeah, because when you hear it, it's spoken. <laughs> yeah, regardless of whether you do it or I do it. It's like even the people that are native language speakers are like, no, that's that's not how you say that. <laughs> well, even the natives, they'd say, no idea. No, <laughs> no idea. idea what the hell they're talking about. No idea.